Social Zoom Factor episode 225. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life Zoomed. Are you ready to take your new idea to fruition? One of the first things you need to do is get your business online. Our partner HostGator can take you from zero to turbo fast. Download their Get Online the Easy Way ebook and receive a coupon code for 30% off any new hosting package. Simply visit socialzoomfactor.com slash hostgator easy or simply text hostgator to 33444. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we're switching gears a little bit, and we are talking about blogging question for you. Do you have a blog and do you feel like nobody reads it? Or maybe do you write blog content and you feel like you are slaving away at this content? Maybe you've hired an agency in the past and maybe you've gotten a little too over-focused on SEO and it's become more of a chore than it is anything that brings you value or joy or really igniting the passions for your business. I want you to rethink your blog today. Okay. So today we are talking about how can you write killer? I mean, epic, awesome, amazing blog content that your audience is going to devour and love. What does an epic, amazing blog post look like? Okay. I am going to share with you 10 strategies and tips that are easily digestible that you can implement immediately for your blog content. Let's talk about creating some signature blog posts because it's not just about quantity. The days of just slamming out content that looks, smells, and feels like everything else everybody else is writing is those days are gone, okay? You need to figure out how you can write some signature blog pieces that are going to help you establish thought leadership or keep that thought leadership if you've already have an established brand. They're going to help you achieve your business goals because we're not just about writing content and trying to throw social blog and content spaghetti at the wall and hoping it sticks, right? I don't know many business people that just want to waste money on content for no reason and feel like they every day have a chore every week that they're having to write content. We want content that is helping us achieve goals, that is helping us inspire our audience to connect with us with a goal of helping our target customer achieve their goals so that 
they in turn are organically attracted to us. They know that we have a human brand. They know that we're there to help them. And through our content, they're inspired to take action to come closer to our brand. So today we're going to talk about how you can create the signature, epic, amazing, whatever you want to call it, blog posts to help you achieve real success with your blog. Number one is that blog post needs to have a purpose. Okay. What's the purpose for the post? What are your objectives and how is it going to serve your audience? So you need to think about before you go throw a bunch of words on a virtual page, decide what the overall format is. Is it changing thought? Is your goal to solve a problem or is it a rant? You know, once in a while, even though a rant can't fix a problem, Um, It can change thought if done right, but I would be careful in only creating content that are rants. Now, I know some people do that, but very few business leaders are able to do that successfully and really align it back to a solid ROI for the business. So make sure you have an excellent purpose for that blog post. I recommend identifying three problems with your target audience that you can fix, that you can help them solve and then fix them, right? So so if you are running short on blog content, start with three problems that you know your audience has and then start to write content on how you can solve those problems. Now, that doesn't mean that your blog post is going to be all about you and all about talking about yourself and your services. You are just going to talk about ways that you can help them solve those problems. Take a look at, this is episode 225 of the Social Zoom Factor podcast. I have done 225 episodes as of today that are helping you solve your problems that are designed to help you achieve your business goals. Okay. That is my core objective of this podcast is to help inspire you, educate you, engage you, activate you, empower you to have a better life and to grow your business. I do a ton of research. I know your problems. I listen to what you tell me. And my top goal is to help you do those things. Number two is to know your audience. Okay. Before you can write an epic blog post, an amazing blog post that your audience absolutely loves, you need to know who they are. You need to listen and you need to learn. If you don't know what your audience wants, ask them, do a survey. If you have an email list, if you know their email addresses, ask them, go out to surveymonkey.com and ask them what they need from you. Ask them what their greatest problems are. Do some research of your industry. See if there are some industry white papers and research studies that can tell you about your target customer. You must know who your target customer is. And that doesn't mean my target customer is anybody between the ages of 10 and 75 that have the need for my service. Wrong. You need to know who they are, what keeps them up at night, what are they reading, how are they reading, do they like video, do they like podcasts, do they like text, you know, what do they need from you and how are you going to help them solve that? Number three, you need some rocking headlines, okay? A headline that rocks with a solid introduction. How you start is everything. You have only a few seconds when people land on your blog to grab their attention. 
and to earn their trust. Make sure that your headline is not misleading or you are going to lose their trust at hello, right? They're going to open your blog post and say, I'm out of here. So make sure you listen to some of the past episodes. I did one on the social trust factor. I'll make sure to link to it. Number four is to tell a story and to connect emotionally. So along with that important headline and that solid introduction, you want to make sure that you're telling a story because stories enable you to connect in a human way, right? We talk a lot about brand humanization and brand humanization is not just a buzzword, right? We buy from people, people buy from people, people want to communicate with other people. And so you need to look at your blog post, at your podcast, at the videos you do as opportunities to humanize your brand and to connect in a human way. And when we tell stories, when we share personal things about ourselves or what's happening in our community and our business, it enables us to connect emotionally. It enables us to connect as human beings. And telling a story is a great way to start a blog. Number five is to let people know what they are getting. So make sure that you are keeping your promises and that they know what they're going to get. So when they land on the blog post, as they start reading, if you're linking to a podcast, for example, if you if you notice and you take a look at my blog post and the show notes that I do for every episode out at socialzoomfactor.com or pammarketingnut.com, you will see that I outline for you. I tell a story at the beginning that usually draws you in, you know, I or I'll set the landscape for what the content is going to be about. I'll frame that conversation for you. And then right where I have the link to the podcast, I always tell you exactly what you're getting. So I will tell you how long the podcast is. So I will say, in this 20 minute episode, you will learn. And then I bullet it out for you of exactly what you're going to learn. So you know, when you click through to that podcast, what you're going to learn, you know what you are getting. Same thing goes, let's say you have a call to action for somebody to trade their email address and trust you with their email address in exchange for a white paper or a worksheet. Uh, as you know, we, we share lots of those things, you can go to our platforms and check those out. People need to know what they're getting, right? They need to know what is going to be on the other side of that opt-in once they trust you with that content. Now, I know we're getting deep into some content here, and I encourage you to take a listen to the next few words from our sponsors, and then I will be right back, and we're going to dig into five more strategies and tips for amazing epic blog posts. The new year brings a time for evaluation, reflection, and planning. As an entrepreneur, you know your product, your target market, and how you are going to differentiate from competition to achieve success. One thing that often gets forgotten, though, is the online foundation. Do you have the right digital foundation to build a structurally sound business, or are you building on sand and hoping it will hold? Successful businesses are built on steady ground. You need a blueprint 
blueprint for success, curb appeal, and security. Our partner HostGator can help you do this and more. Download their Business Builder Kit, inclusive of nine steps for planning your website, 10 mistakes to avoid on your homepage, and three easy steps to protect your website from hackers. Simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash host Gator Biz or text host Gator Biz to 33444. Again, that is socialzoomfactor.com slash host Gator Biz or text host Gator Biz to 33444. I'm back. Okay. Tip number six and creating epic, amazing, wonderful, fabulous blog posts is using visual marketing and varying types of content to grab attention. Okay. So you want your images to be beautiful, to be emotional, and maybe even sometimes shocking images as appropriate. You want to make sure though, that it's driving that intended message that you have for your audience. So integrate subheadings and bold treatments and bullets where needed. And it's best in your supporting visuals if you can come up with a theme. So that's why a lot of times we talk about brand architectures and making sure that you have a consistent strategy with visuals and texts and flows of content. So people know what to expect. And so when they look at an image, that the image is even kind of foreshadowing and telling them what's to come on the other side of that click, right? Our, our creative director and I have been working really close. And if you take a look at any of our recent blog posts, you'll see, we're really working on some consistency with our visuals so that it's describing it clearly what's in that and that when people land on our blog posts that they really can recognize some of our content. And over the years, even when I was back in corporate, I used to do some of this work. So I did for 20 years, 20 plus years, I've been building brand architectures. So I'm very comfortable with this. And I know that for some new marketers or some entrepreneurs that are just now finding themselves in the world of, of social marketing and visual marketing, it may be a little more difficult. So you may need to do a little bit of heavy lifting here to learn about visual marketing. You may need to get started and maybe even hiring agency or a consultant, uh, somebody to help you. We do a lot of visual work with our clients and we can help you put a brand architecture together. We can help you with some basic imagery that will help you get started. And then you can build on that foundation. Because if you take the time to build your brand architecture, then you create once use many, right? You're able to make sure that you have consistency as you're rolling out more images and graphics, and you can roll those into blog posts and, and uh, video and, you know, your social platforms and all of those sorts of things. And even though you're making your visuals consistent, you want to make sure that you're also keeping them fresh, right? So you want to make sure that you're, you're, you're building on consistency but that you're really making sure that it is fresh, that those visuals are relevant and that contextually accurate and representing what that content is about. Number seven is to back up what you say with facts, with case studies and with examples. So use references when you need to, use links, make sure that you are validating what you say is true. And when you are referencing statistics from a third party, make that you are, make sure you are 
appropriately linking to those and giving credit. And so you can validate that the data that you're providing is backed up, that you're not just making stuff up, right? So back it up with facts. If, if there's things that you are trying to change mindset in a market and you're wanting people to think in a different way, it's like you're beating your head against the wall saying, these people just need to understand this bring in third-party voices, bring in third-party data with facts and case studies and examples so that they can see it's not just you telling them what they need to do, all right? I get really passionate about that one. Number eight is include the you factor, right? And I did a podcast on this in the past as well. Offer perspective and be bold. Do not be afraid to share your opinion. Be unique. Offer something the reader cannot get from every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Okay, deliver value, which leads us to number nine, which is sharing your best stuff. Share the best possible content that you have and don't hold back. Know that your competition is absolutely going to copy what you do. Uh, That's part of the social web. Everything we do is public. They're going to copy you. So just look at it as a form of flattery. Make sure they're not plagiarizing your content, but share your best stuff. Put some of your content maybe behind um, an opt-in wall. So if you have a white paper, you have a call to action, don't be afraid to put that behind an opt-in wall. But do not require an email address for them to get value, right? Share your best stuff even before they give you their email address and make sure when they do give you their email address that it's even better, that they're just blown away. They're like, I can't believe you're giving this to me. And we get told that all the time. Pam, I can't believe you're giving me this content calendar. We share the content calendar, the same content calendar we use with our our clients, right? Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash calendar calendar. Every year we publish that calendar and we update it for the year. Same thing with our post worksheet, the audience analysis worksheet. Same worksheet we use with our clients. Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash audience. People love it. And they come to us and they'll fill out everything we've provided, all the worksheets. And they'll say, okay, Pam, I've completed all these worksheets. I've taken it as far as I can. Now here's my credit card. I'd like to pay you to help me take it to the next level. When you share your best stuff, when you don't hold back, you establish leadership, you establish trust, you educate, you inspire, you empower, you activate your audience to be better than they were before they met you, before they saw that blog post. Then when they're ready to buy, guess who they're going to come to? They're going to come back to you, to your blog, to your brand, to your consulting services, to your product, whatever it may be, they're going to want to buy it from you. And this works even if you're in a product-based business, you're selling widgets, you're selling food, you're selling a tool, educate them on what they need to know so that when they're ready to make the decision to purchase, you are where they're going to come to do that. And last but not least, number 10 is make sure that your content is actionable. Make it easy to read and share. And in episode 131, I talked about creating more shareable content. So make sure that you are including reference to other content where they can learn more, maybe podcasts and videos and white papers for download. It's your chance to close the deal if they've read that far. So once they get so far into your your blog post, make it actionable. Tell them exactly what you want them to do. 
as they're reading, as they're listening. That's why I give you out some of these URLs so that you can take action on that. So there you have it in a nutshell. I've given you 10 strategies and tips, things you can implement immediately today to write and create and publish epic, amazing signature blog posts that are going to inspire your audiences to connect with you and enable you to help them achieve their goals. Inspire, connect, achieve. So I thank you so much for hanging out with me today here on Social Zoom Factor, and I wish you the best of success in everything you are doing. Go check out the show notes page at socialzoomfactor.com slash 225, and I promise I'll load it up with all kinds of resources for you and creating blog content and humanizing your brand, and I'll make sure I link to our content calendar there as well. That's a wrap. Have an amazing week. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Oh,